Shotty tryna fuck me out of peeling off for real. Fuck you on a kiss on the wheels. To a seat, I got the heat when I peel off for real. Still getting money, got bands on. Rats bustin' out of Make sure you click that follow button. What's up, y'all? Welcome to La Bases and Music Star Me. My name is Kenny. My name is Mo, and we're here to discuss with y'all some of the hottest trends in music, uh, hip-hop, R&B, and what those influences have been on you from the old school rap, new school, and where you stand now in today's music industry. Tonight, we're going to talk about how music affected us in our life. Have a seat, have a drink, be responsible. Let's get this chat started. Let's go. All right, so for me, uh, I got my first hip hop influence, of course, with the great one, Hove. It was back in 96, 97. Um, no, might have been 98, where I really jumped in and was actually listening to the lyrics. Uh, and it was Hard Knock Life, Volume 2. Uh, him and X put out the track um, that I cannot remember the name of for some strange reason. Uh, Money what? Cash Hoes. I'm about to say. Bro. We was born in the 1900s, so it, we allowed to have minor slips here and there. But uh, yeah, there's certain things you just gotta remember, bro. Hey, it was money I mean, cash hoes, money cash hoes. So listening to that, right? Listening to that, how did that affect you in your life? Like, what make what changed you in your life? Like when that album came out? I mean, that song specifically. I was on yeah. like that beat was just crazy to me at the time because I, I was listening to stuff like Wu-Tang, but I was just listening just for the, you know, what I mean, just because it was on the radio. But I really started mm -hmm. paying attention when it came to that song in particular. And that opened me up to experiencing hip hop and just rap as a culture and really starting to come into my own and understanding like, yo, this is really how our people move. And it was fun. I mean, it was dope. And it opened me up to a lot of different things. I got a lot to uh experience from there i learned a lot about uh music djing mixing all that so it it really opened up my eyes to a lot of the different things in hip-hop at that early on what about you where you stand but i want to say yo you know we mean you pretty much grew up together we like brothers you know when i moved to hillside one of my first friends in the town right you leaving out the fact that those records your dad had of all of that reggae and all of that yeah. stuff bro i used to go to this this dude house and just be like yo this is like mad music right in here and yeah. like i'm more of just hip-hop like me of course you're gonna hear me talk about hip-hop i'm a bang hip-hop more but i'm really just a all music type of guy like i listen to everything i grew up in the house with a father who listened to nothing but jazz and i remember Thanks. growing up i did <laughs> not appreciate it I didn't appreciate yo, jazz. Your pops was playing that all yeah, the time, he, I mean, I grew up <laughs> on Miles Davis, Phyllis Hyman, the Yellow Jackets. I could keep naming some jazz shit that a lot of motherfuckers really don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I would definitely say, like, I'm just a music guy. Like, I know I remember my mom told me, like, growing up, like, Michael Jackson was just my all-time favorite. Like, I needed the yeah, penny loafers. Like, I needed all of that. You can't go wrong like, with Mike. <laughs> Mike is a classic. Like, you know, Mike definitely was a classic, but, you know, as I got older and started understanding music more, you know, I just started liking 
everything. Like now I could listen to a harmony and be like, damn, she caught that or he caught that. You know, like yeah. that's how much I really should have been in the industry. But you know, I you know, that wasn't my calling. It definitely was my calling, but I just didn't go forward with it. Might have missed now, it. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm a artist because I'm not talented nah. at all. That's whoa. <laughs> We definitely not times it up, but I think I definitely could have been like a songwriter or an exec or something because I do know real motherfucking talent. Talent out here. I hear that. I know it. I know it. When I see it, I know it. I hear that. I mean, like like you mentioned, pops with the records, man. They reside here now. I I got all of them. Uh, My wife bought me a record player about two three years ago for Christmas. Right now, when I pull something out and throw some spins upstairs, but. All them records was out here. And that that really also opened me up to be a music historian, not just hip hop. And his touch was reggae, you know what I mean? Peter Todd, yeah. of course, Bob Marley and the Whalers. And it's just, it goes on from there, man. I, he had some, uh, a lot of disco records, you know what I Because mean? he was coming up in the 70s and the 80s. So he got a lot of disco records. Bootsy Collins is in there. I mean, if anybody follow my personal Instagram, every once in a while, I'll take a couple snaps of uh, some of his old stuff, you know, just as a music appreciation post. But we definitely got some hip hop history or music history, yeah. I should say, from both households, you know, whether we come in by your place, your parents' crib when we was coming up and we come, you know, come in the house and Pops was in there and he has his, his glass. And, and Got his glass and his cigar. <laughs> and and he's he playing his jazz, you know what I mean? Jazz. He's playing that jazz. And, you know, growing up, I learned, like, a lot just, like, asking questions. I remember, like, um, being in my old apartment where I grew up at in Newark on Brigard Ave, and I was listening to the My Life album. Now, mind you, y'all, I'm young. Why did I have the My Life album? Don't know. I wasn't going through no love life crisis. Somebody forgot it at the crib. But, nah, I always (laughs) used to buy my own shit. Like, one thing, I, I had a CD collection as a young kid. But I'm listening to the song on the album, number two, Mary Jane. And she's scatting. Like, people don't know that rapping and scatting is kind of a light. A lot of people don't know that. It's very similar. And I just got a little class and I'm like, now if I could hear somebody be like, oh, she's scatting. Like, they going in on the scatting. And that's where a lot of hip-hop, it's a lot of other music that influenced hip-hop. Like, people got to really learn that history of music. Like, hip-hop kind of came at the end. They didn't think it would last. They didn't think rap music was going to last as when long. It, when it came out, I mean, like I said, my dad was a DJ, and to the day he died, he did not like rap. I mean, hands down, <laughs> no questions asked. He'd call it anytime. Y'all keep that crap out my car. I don't want to hear that crap in my house. <laughs> he did not like hip hop. He did not like rap, but he didn't take it away from me. You know what I mean? Unless I was. Okay. When, yeah. I was young, when I was younger, and we was listening to some albums, and it was like, yeah, nah, them, them lyrics. But beyond that, oh, of course, of course, of course, yeah. Beyond you, that, nah, he left it open. He said, "Go enjoy your own music, carve your own cultural path, and see what it is that you like." Because we're not all gonna like the same things, but we all can enjoy what we like and respect somebody else's uh, entertainment as well. So it was cool. But I just think you know, just music is just like fashion. It's what you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but speaking of like music, like when I say like what influenced me with music. I'm going to tell you, like, yo, if music is free you from stress, like, you can yeah. listen to music. You got to be having a fucked up week or a fucked up day, yeah. and you can throw on your beats, and none of that shit matters no more. It ain't even there. I was running It's track. not even there no more. I was on a track team back in high school, and uh, 
and had the portable CD player. I kept that Kiss the Game Goodbye album on heavy rotation, bro. That was my warm-up music, after the race <laughs> music. I mean, even while I was playing ball for the school, it was, you know, we just had whatever rap music was out at the at that point in time. I think Mob Deep was hot around then. They had, uh, was it Infamy? I think it was Infamy or the Infamous. One of the albums. I know America's Nightmare came out not long after, around that time, too. And that stuff heavy in the rotation. You know yeah. I, mean? I dipped off, went down to college uh, for a semester. I linked up with a couple of homies. They making music heavy. You know, guys was in the dorm room making little nonsense albums, beats and all that stuff. And <laughs> to that point, though, one of the fellows from back then, he kind of popping off right now. You know what I mean? He oh, that's dope. Up in Connecticut. You know what I mean? Uh, Sholey is his stage name. But he, bro, been right. He been rocking since at least 04 when I met him. You know what I mean? Nice. That's what's up. And to see his evolution, just not just as a rapper, but just musically, you can see that he's in tune with what is his craft. You can see he's worked on his craft over the last, you know, was it 15, 16 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And definitely can see the improvement. You definitely see the quality is going up. You know what I mean? From us nonsensing around in the dorm to where he now has production quality work streaming on, you know, all the different platforms. So Yeah. I mean, that's good. I like to see artists right now, like, I just feel like now anybody could put out a record. And I'm not saying that in a dissy way. Like, it's yes, the so opportunity many is there. platforms yeah. out there. You don't need a big record label no more. Nah. You don't. I'll say this. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of, of all the Lils. You know what I mean? I'm not the biggest fan. However, I respect their business. <laughs> Them dudes, they do their in-house production. You know what I mean? So you ain't paying the the label or the studio, you know what I mean? They got a studio at home, you know, the technology and the software is available for you to do it at home, set your stuff up, do it at home. You know what I mean, make your money, keep your money in house. This way them guys getting paid off they, they streams, whatever spins they get off the record uh, at the radio stations and they selling out their concerts like crazy. So for them, I mean, that's, still, that's where props, the money come in at. That's show money. That's versus, show money. Versus the, you know, our, era of uh artists regardless of the genre they getting raped in these record deals you know what i mean look at what yeah, puff, yeah. Look what puff did to damn near every single artist he had you know what i mean look at uh he go to the south with baby what he did with all his artists i don't even pay people for their features so you know what i mean it, it's, it's yeah. tough it's tough you know what i mean and, and to see how they move uh business-wise in the music industry respect Definitely appreciate, I don't want to say our era because I ain't old. I ain't no old motherfucker yet, but I definitely appreciate the early the early era <laughs> of how music came out. Like, now, an artist can have a hot single yeah. in six Boy. months. You better have some new shit out because people forget dust. about you. Our artists, the Jay-Zs, the Mary J. Blodges, and you know, the Redmans and all them, they used to put an album out every four years. Yeah. And we were banging that motherfucking album and for that whole four for years. whole four years. Waiting. Until they came out with something <laughs> new. Now, Waiting. these artists to me, and this is not the sound, you know, like I'm trying to, you know, forget where I came from or the times I came from, but these artists, they got to work harder. They got to work harder. Shit move know. like this. I don't know. like this. You can't, you can't have, you can't have a hot single and it'd be on there forever. Like 
No, you gotta not. always stick and move. You gotta that, stick and move where that's true. But like you forget, said, we money guys holes. Yeah, and it was a classic, but it's gone. And I already, I'm, I mean, I forgot the name that's of it. We probably listened to money guys holes from seven to high school. I'm sure, like, yeah. We've been yeah. listening to that record. We're if it come on, to that record. if it come on right yeah. now, I'm bumping it. I mean, but keep in mind, we had mixtapes to tie us over in between them studio albums. So everybody was on a mixtape. You know what I mean? And then you figure we had a lot of since we more hip hop. Everybody had a crew record. You know what I'm saying? Or a team that they was running with. Yeah, you, know, you know what I mean? You got mm-hmm. the Rockefeller. You had Bad Boy. You had the West Coast with Death Row. You got Down South. You know what I'm saying? You had Juvenile and all of them. They came up. With uh, with they record label, Master P had his folk. You know what I'm saying? Nelly had a run. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got Diplomats, uh, G Unit, the Locks was they kind of was all over the place. You know what I'm saying? When they work, they business D-block. side getting their stuff, they business side in order. Rough Riders, all of that. Um, but we had all those mixtapes in between those studio projects, and then with the number of people on these teams, that was able to hold you over until your guy or your girl came out with their next joint. You know I mean? like, and there was a lot of people probably just touring too. Touring yeah, too. is probably what you know kept yeah, them going. But like I just feel like I'm more, and I'm, I'm sure the influence of music back then, to me, I feel like times is different and times change. But what I'm trying to say is these new artists, they can't go to sleep at night. No. They gotta stay in the studio. It's no way you can't the the, the way. The times is everything move fast. Like I said, everything moves fast. You got cycle. social media. Yep. You gotta you gotta have a record out every damn week. Shit, and it, albums today don't sell. No albums. It's, no it's one cares about albums. Or nothing. It's That's it. No or one. Nothing. You ain't on, on no, one of them platforms. They ain't trying to talk that bullshit. Nobody. You can put it on a platform, but nobody's gonna listen to. Probably, I ain't gonna say nobody, but a high percentage of people is not listening to your album from you track one to the end. A lot that, of these, these songs, kids is not doing that. No, nah, their attention span is too short. But a lot of mm-hmm. these songs they break on social media apps. Somebody make a short 15 TikTok. second video, TikTok, TikTok, definitely Instagram reels, and they like, yo, that song on such and such album was hot. And they get their little snippet and they throw it up there, and boom, joint go viral, or at least a hashtag. They get paid off that. Probably. Oh, you mean oh, the artist? Yeah, off of, like nah. if my shit blowing on TikTok, I better begin to check. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. It'd be nice, but I strongly I need a doubt check. it. I doubt it. Because I mean, you figure there's uh, limits to how long of a clip you can use. So I don't know the, True. the legal. I don't know the legal ease on that, but I know maybe it might be like four or five seconds that you can use without having to uh, pay royalties. But beyond that, I mean, these, and, and how you trace that on a, a social media app? You know what I mean? And honestly, for the artist, for the artist, that's that's free advertising. Y'all give me that publicity. Y'all go ahead and use my song. Yeah, either way, you probably getting money off of it. You yeah. right. So it don't even matter. It'll come back. It'll come mm-hmm. right back to you. You know what I mean? It'll cycle back through and eventually that money is gonna make its way in your pocket. Whether they through streams, somebody found your joint on another platform, or they liked it that much, y'all wanna go see this person at concert on the next show. Facts. You know what I mean? I'm going to follow them on their social media. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll find out their tour dates. Maybe I'll be a roadie and I'll be following them city to city. You know what I mean? So it's definitely a, crazy a lot of thing. joints, man. It's a lot of ways. That's a crazy thing, it. now. You used to have to do 
radio promo tours and all that. Now you can just no more. post that shit on the on the Instagram. Put it on Twitter. And that shit gonna sell. Yeah. Tweet the right thing with the right hashtag and it'll pop off. So so yo, we really are like at the age where our kids is laughing at our music, bro. Absolutely. Uh, I don't have no kids out there, y'all. But our kids, our, you know, little youngers out here laughing at our music. Like, Absolutely. man, that old shit, we don't want to hear that. Absolutely. But that's how we used to be. So, right. like, man, like, music really impacted me in so many different ways. Like, it really just made you see that how times is different now. Yeah. Like, I mean, we my niece from... and nephew don't even listen to Jay-Z. Nah. They know him. Oh. To them, he they a old dude. They know him as Beyonce's husband, bro. Right. And I'd be like, what? Because she, to them... Beyonce's husband. To them, he she's more relevant than he is. Because she's more yeah. in tune with that... that more. I mean, she's more pop, but her audience is that age bracket. His audience is not. We come from an era of rappers who's dealing about they drug... You know what I'm saying? They rapping about drug dealing. You know what I'm saying? That was relevant mm-hmm. for us because coming off of the 80s and the mid-90s and all that, that's what was prevalent. I mean, where the newer artists, unfortunately, they, they rap about using drugs. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they rap like they're a bunch they, of junkies. They and taking the drugs. Yes, unfortunately, that's what's prevalent right now. You got a whole opioid crisis in this country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they so that's what the impact that. of that. The, the, the imp- Music can really impact people so positive. Are negative, but like it, it it's no in between. Like just me personally, I always wanted to be a fly little nigga from the rap music, from the rappers. Besides watching my uncle, you know that nigga dressing. But like I always wanted the rap with the rappers had. Like yeah. I'm in seventh grade. Like man, I want some up with the Prada sneakers. I want this. Right. And they I used up. to really go to my mother like, "Mom, I want a Gucci." Yep. On the Coogee sweater. She look at me like, man, you better get your ass up out of here. I mean, I got it, but <laughs> it still was like one of those. I probably got like that one Christmas gift under the under the tree or something because it was yeah. expensive. I had big cousins, you know, that would buy me shit like that. Out, yeah. But if you but, skip back to their generation, it wasn't no different. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it yeah. wasn't. They afros, you know what I'm saying? They had the bell bottoms. I mean, the weird-ass sunglasses. Hey, everybody, every every generation. And the drugs. That too. The drugs. Hey, you notice it's cyclical. It's cyclical. Yeah, and it's definitely. But, so impact the music, it really, yeah. like these artists got to really be careful what you put out there. Now, Absolutely. if you don't give a fuck, then you know, you want to make your money, I get it, but. If they going to buy it, I'm going to sell it. But you really do need to pay attention to what you're selling. You know? Exactly, exactly. You give them a hot dose and you fuck a whole generation up. Yeah, music, man, it's just really impactful, man. And people don't realize it. You got to watch what your kids listen to. Yeah. I know my parents tried with me, but I still was listening to Ready to Die, Life After Death. Like, I was a grown-ass man. Rough Riders, Ain't no what he was talking about. Rough Riders, Volume (laughs) 1, Down Bottom. Do you come to late? Like... You know what I'm saying? It, that, exactly. Blaring in the house. What was like 13? I don't know about exactly. that. <laughs> 12, 13 years old. I don't know nothing about that. Come, mom, but I come would say room. like. What they say? Nothing. <laughs> Be like, you know what they damn said, lady. You bought it. You bought it. <laughs> nah, now, I had I to get that on my own. I spent my last music, $10. When it kind of like the impact of music, though, I would say just for me personally, I could say it impact me on a positive note, though. 
Because I ain't going to front. If I ain't want that hot shit, the latest and the greatest of the clothes and the fast, just the fashion alone, listen to what Hoban I'm talking about. I want to become like this hardworking dude. You know what I mean? Go get to it. To go get it. Like, yeah. I wanted to go get that shit and be like, yo, yeah. I'm going to be fresh to death. And no, I'm not going to hustle and do none of that. Yeah. But I always put myself in line to get a nice-ass career job or whatever. Yeah, that, but it, it made me gritty. That's it. Motivated me. <laughs> it, 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 made, it made me real gritty. Like, I've never been afraid to roll my sleeves up and get my hands dirty. And it does come from a lot of the influences. First Wu-Tang album come out. The hell I know about what they talking about. Nothing. It was dirty See, as hell. Though. Seen that video. But, I was like, yo, but they out there and they getting it. I'm gonna be like they was, that. yeah, they was getting it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they was definitely getting it. When DMX albums nah. drop, same way. Who really impacted me? It wasn't everybody. I'm gonna definitely say, I know I'm just probably it's gonna be a lot of Jay-Z. I know, but I'm trying to pop somebody else. But it was Jay-Z. You know, I mean, the yo, impact. You throw Biggie too. It, Biggie was, was dressing. dressing bro. Biggie he was, was dressing. He the one who Biggie got cool sweaters to pop off. Yes. And Big the was dressing. glasses. You know what I'm saying? Big had the Kango hat, which he brought that forward from the 80s. You know what I mean? Because you remember LL was doing that. You know what I mean? Even before him, you had some of the eight other earlier rappers doing it as well. But it's a little bit of influence that kind of carries forward from the previous group. You know what I mean? I'm about to throw something out there and this is gonna make you. It's gonna ruffle a little feathers, probably. But look how many people took advantage of that. And I'm gonna just say, people, corporations, not even yeah. people, corporations yeah. that took advantage of oh, what hip hop did. Yeah, Gucci, Fendi, Louis Vuitton, uh, Christian Dior. They talk about Christian Dior like that shit five dollars in all the music today on the fashion end. They all just now shit. giving um, they, Dapper Don, Dapper Dan, excuse me, his just his, now, his, just now. Like, just now, man, been popping off from the eighties, bro. He just now getting recognized officially. Yep. You know what I mean? well, they... This is the music that the people didn't like. They yep. didn't want it. Oh, it's vulgar to women, and da, 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 da. they talking about killing and all of that. But yo, but it wasn't always yo, like corporations that. took advantage of hip hop, bro. They seen that vehicle, they hopped in it, and they took that ride. Yep. You know what I mean, yep. but hip hop wasn't always about misogyny and abuse and and downplaying and don't community. forget don't forget about the car companies oh they all bro <laughs> don't forget about the car rose royce probably sell more than goddamn honda accords do <laughs> <laughs> ain't going that far but i feel you <laughs> yeah i mean yo every rapper and anybody that try to be it don't even gotta be a rapper nah anybody, anybody. It, it be regular it be regular motherfuckers scamming to get a rose royce you be like bro you ain't, that ain't even you. Like, what are you doing? It's like, fam, you still in the uh, projects over there. That, nah, fam. You scam no, to get you, you some property. You or, can't. Or whatever. You can't do that. You can't. Uh, like, uh, what it do don't you, work. What are you doing? You're going to pull up at home <laughs> and that's not your car no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, never was your car and you on Toro and shit fronting. I ain't going to lie. I thought about fronting and getting me a, a rental Toro, though, a Rolls Royce. I was thinking about doing it, but I'm looking at it from a different angle. I'm thinking like, yo, I could let me go test drive this car for a weekend. You know what I mean? Thanks. Like, I, you know, I'll be on them Audis. So I'll be looking at that A7. I'm like, I don't really want to buy it because I don't want no car new. But I wouldn't mind renting it for a little while just to see if it's something I really would feel comfortable making that purchase. You know and I mean? look, these rappers, the influence of music, this is what we're talking about. Fuck it. Go get it. You only live once, bruh. 
Drake um, said it. You only live once, bro. That's straight business. I don't want to pay that bill. <laughs> I don't want to pay the bill. You but only live once. I like not having Yolo. a note. I like it. I like having extra money for for the savings that it spoil the kids and a, and the wife with. I think I'm gonna be one of those people that always gonna have. I don't know. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't. I don't know. Cause I'm kind, tired I'm of, kind of hitting different now. You're tired of that I'm crap kind of after a while. Different now. They different. You want something reasonably decent? And I'll say even like a Honda Accord, you coming out pocket no less than four hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, no, I know people paying more. Yeah, I'm just saying no less than. You know what I mean? That's no slight because that's considered a family class, economy class car, where that's for your everyday working Joes, but the prices is going up. You know what I mean? Word, you ain't never hit big or J or anybody. Talk about no Honda Accord. Sierra did have a Honda Accord. Sierra had her Honda Accord. Wait, what did she talk about that? I don't think she talked about it, but I know it made news. Oh, well, I know Ludacris had a uh, Acura. He still got that Acura. Yeah, yeah. He said he, 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 he had his Acura. Like, yo, respect. I mean, look. Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna front. I'd never drive a Honda Acura if I was a rapper. But it's just me. It's me. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't want no motherfucking Honda now, and I'm kidding. And I don't, and I work at AT and T. Like, I don't want a motherfucking Honda Accord. If I get a Honda Accord, I'm really trying to save money. I that is not my goal in life. To get a motherfucking Honda Accord, like my nigga Ye said, would you think I worked this hard to push a fucking ride for? for? No, no, I, I don't <laughs> work that hard. No offense to Honda Accords out there. Nah, I hey, think they're it, great cars, but it's a responsible I'm just saying, option for those yeah. who are in that price bracket. But I don't know nobody waking up saying, "Yay, this is my goal in life." I'm into cars, so don't take it the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at <laughs> stuff that some people probably can't pronounce. You know what I mean? Like that. Blame it on hip hop, bro. Blame it on the music, bro. <laughs> Blame it on them. They yeah. they fucked my life up. They fucked my world yeah. up, bro. If I, if I ain't seen some of them supercars in them videos, Hove, I pray with Hove, them, nothing about them. Hove, I blame you, Hove. If you out there, Hove, and you can see this one day, I blame you. You you really set my Blame. fly up. Blame all of them. <laughs> Every last one of them. Whether it be to the fashion, vehicles, whatever. You know what I mean? Blame all of it. Cause like for me, I you know I'm in the motorcycles too. The Rough Rider videos, man. I was just in there like this. No, I'm gonna do that. And I ended up getting a motorcycle. I don't ride like that because nah, I'm good. But I enjoy, you know, what I mean, I enjoy my recreational time. Like it's it's something that I do as a hobby. So it, it definitely comes from that again from that influence, you know. And that impact that is always yeah. some influence, some impact. Music touches about- more than your ears. Yes, it do. But let's talk about how it impacts some people negatively, too. Yeah. We yeah. were the lucky ones. We were more, you know, we had good people in our corner to make sure we didn't go a certain way in life, you know, not kind of like following the wrong steps, you know what I mean? We was yeah. we went in the right direction. Now, we had some bumps and curves in it. We ain't no goddamn I mean, as kids, but that's life. But just imagine, like, the impact, like, Merlin Manson had I'm on good, people. <laughs> I'm uh, good. <laughs> shit, I even got to throw my boy M in there. Like, M used to be talking yeah, so wild. crazy. Yeah, he's wild. With his wife I mean, and his I, mom, he's wild. I'm a, I'm an M fan, uh, 100%. That's my guy. Yeah. But, bro, it's if like, you go shit back that, and you hear that, bro. you're like, yo, what the hell? 
I was listening to that. What the hell was this man off? Like, like my parents allowed this shit. Like, what right. the hell? This no, it's dude. not even just that. It's like, what the hell is wrong with him? Like, you rapping? What you rapping like that for? But you listen to some of the shit, you be like, this ain't all right. You know no, what I mean? But it's not. But I mean, like I said earlier, we come from the drug dealing culture where the kids now are the drug using culture. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, we both got partners that's they ain't make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether they behind behind the wall or they six deep. People I mean, we grew up with. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's 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 one or the other. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate that, that stuff like that happens, but that that hip hop influence does play a role in it. You know what I mean? Because it, it it didn't necessarily dictate their activities, but it had a hand to play in what those activities were. I mean, even like I said, now you got an opioid issue nationwide. You know what I mean? Where you got kids Odin, uh, what is that? Travis Scott concert recently. Yeah, that's you got crazy. folks in a crowd, yeah. Odin in a crowd like that. That's wild, man. And it does. Yeah. It's not his fault, in my opinion. You know what I mean? You can't control what somebody else is deciding to put in a body, regardless of the venue. Um, but it's a part of that influence. It's in the culture. You know what I mean? It, it's not really a part that you want, but it's always going to be that subset, you know, where people are going to be like, oh, well, I do this in order to have a good time. And these other people do it with me. You know what I mean? So for some folks, like you saying, you hard, hard working and go get it. I want to be fly like they was in the videos. You ain't got a job. Oh boy, when start selling packs. Yeah. Or scamming. Same goal, different avenues. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like you said, it's good to have them people in your ear, you know, that kind of steer you in the right direction, make sure you ain't on no nonsense. Another thing, too, like, when we talk about music impacting people negatively, like, I think it also comes, and I'm just going to talk about the kids, right? Let's just talk about the kids. And let's go back to, like, you know, the Marilyn Mansons and the Eminems of the days. Your parents, like, if we listen to that shit, that shit was like demonic, bro. Yeah, it was like some shit like go in a room, kill your mother type shit, cut her throat. Yeah. Bruh, that they just it, it ain't right. But if you ain't have a good foundation, too, you get that influence. It's all it's all about that foundation, bro. And that that is true. I mean, I think I had a good foundation, but let me just, let me just keep it one hundred. My parents couldn't control what I listened to. It no. became a point. Of, it it became a point in time where. They didn't even know what CDs I had because I was just going to get some shits myself. Yo, Sam but, Goody, FYE, Best Buy Days, <laughs> Walmart. Got a lot of free Facts. shit out of got a lot Facts. of free CDs out of Walmart. Fuck them Walmart CDs had the clean version though. Yeah, they was, man. <laughs> they was they was a clean one. But so you know, after a while they couldn't control. They couldn't control, like, when you get a certain age... Yes, you get independent. Kids, is, they, they smart. Kids are fucking smarter than the parents at the time. So you want to... You just got to instill those things in there. Like, you can't let everything impact you because nah. and be an influence in your life. You got to have some type of mind in your own. Thanks. And that's where a lot of people got to, you know, realize. Like, I ain't going to front. If I was an artist, I don't know. If I was a rapper, I would be mad nervous to put out crazy shit. I ain't gonna lie. I don't try to go to court I, for nobody bullshit. <laughs> part of me, a part of me feel like this. I'm not your motherfucking cage father. Mm-mm. Sound I'm like not. Charles, sound like Charles Barkley. I am not a so robot. Put, I'm putting this shit out because hey, this feed my family. This is a banging track. I'm saying what the motherfuckers out here want to 18 and older want to hear. 
Mm-hmm. It's your fault you let your t- let your twelve year old sit there and listen to what the fuck I'm talking about. But I gotta have some type of responsibility to that too because I'm putting it out to the world. So it's really a, a fact of everything. It's just I don't know. I don't think I would be a good rapper. Well, I mean the the, I, I the disclaimer or legal issue was addressed with you know I mean you figured in the '90s it was banning all the NWA albums, right? So. And also, uh, Uncle Luke got that shit popping too. Um, but the parental advisory sticker—that was the out. You know what I mean? True. That's how True. that's how the industry got out of its so-called responsibility for the content that the artist was putting out. Again, keep in mind that word is artist. This is their depiction, their yeah. view of what it is that the world is to them. So we can't necessarily yeah. judge them, even from our own uh, older lens now, you can't look at them and be like, yo, you shouldn't have did that. Nah, that man or that woman was putting out music that resonated with them at the time. And like you said, they made it for folks that was 18 and older. They not in control of what we was able to get our hands on at 10, 12, 13 years old. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like, some kids going to sneak out and they're going to get what they're going to get, or they're going to be with their older cousin, or they're going to be with their buddy house. You know what I'm saying? They friends or whatever, and they they got the they got access over there. Hell, Napster, LimeWire. You know what I mean? We had all the different avenues to be able to access yeah. whatever music we wanted at any given time. And even, yeah. even some of the kids that was a little bit behind us, once uh what is it, early 2000s, Torrenton got got real big. You know what I mean? A lot of bootleg, you get the whole album in 10 seconds. You know what I mean, throw that on an MP3 player. You had your mm-hmm. iPod. Everybody had their iPods, their iPod shuffles. Straight Everybody straighten the car, aux cable. Let's go. <laughs> 500 songs. Let's go. You know what I mean? And who are you listening to? Exactly. Marilyn Manson, Eminem, Jay Z, DMX, Jada Kiss, The Locks, like crazy shit. Right. Katy Perry, Rihanna, Beyonce, The Destiny's Child. Like who? You, SWV. Who are you listening to? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Ain't no way somebody parent is going to sit down and filter through all of that content. No. Okay. I don't know. Really. If I was a parent, I'd probably be considered the worst parent because I'm listening to that shit in my car. We ain't listening to no kid bop. All right? We might have <laughs> a biggie plan. You know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I shit. front, man. When my oldest was a little bit younger, um, satellite radio came in handy because I would try to filter it out. <laughs> I would try not to. Then they had the kids' radio stations, and I'll just throw those on. And it wasn't even the uh the kids bop, it was his own independent, you know what I mean, original content. I was like, Oh yeah, you're gonna listen mm-hmm. to that. And as soon as the drop-off was done, <laughs> oh, I was blaring some Nas or whatever. Like, Turn you know this man? shit Turn off. all the way up, man. <laughs> she out the car. Let's go. Adult music time. I mean, but it definitely, man. Now, I she put me on stuff now. <laughs> yeah, she growing up. She growing up. She she know what's out there now. They, yeah. they know what's hot right now. She got on me. How, she said, "Daddy, how you, you gonna going? How you going to do a, a podcast about music and you barely listen to any of these new artists? Every time you listen to it, you get like a headache and can't do it no more." <laughs> Say, <"Hey>, man. <laughs> I'm trying. See, I, I appreciate the new artists because it's a lot of influence from our, you know, our time. Yeah. It just changed up a little bit. You know, it ain't really, to me, it ain't much different. Some shit I just choose not to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to just name a few. Like, 
to, I like all the little little babies and all the lows. I like all this shit. I ain't gonna front. Uh, the babies, I like all this shit. They come out but with the, a hot joint. Takashi six nine. I don't know what the fuck he be yelling about in the records. Um, cheese. Oh man, he be rapping about cheese. I don't know what the fuck he be talking about. I don't know I'm about cheese and mousetraps. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I just be seeing him wilding on a gram. Well, you used I to. I don't know if I follow. I don't subscribe to. I don't subscribe to that that nonsense. I mean, like, what is this joint we was just listening to? Um, Nardo and Lil Dirt. Uh, who wants smoke? I like Lil Dirt. I like them. I was like, yeah, that shit kind of hot. But now for me, being how we came up with music in the house, what's gonna happen? One day I'm gonna just start listening to that, and I'm gonna go get lost in the whole damn catalog. I mean, have a different appreciation for that artist. Speaking of like Lil Dirt, right? Um, his artist King Von. Yeah, I didn't know who King Von was, and and this this is age. This is aging me right here, but I did not know who King Von was until after he died. Like I didn't either. But when I listened to that record where he just telling this story about just as picking up the girl, shooting a dude, and all it, bro, that really put me back a biggie. Yeah. Biggie always told stories. Yeah. So there's a that go to influence right there. The art of storytelling. That, that boy told a story, and I, I swear every time I listen to that record. Um, and he be in there like, yeah, I'm not from 63rd. Don't know what the fuck 63rd was. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I want to do my research. You got to be Chicago. I found shit, yeah. So I, I figured all that shit out. And I was just like, yo, this nigga like Biggie. Because Biggie told stories, bro. Like, yeah. if I can't pop your music in, unless I just want to open up the, the roof and just blast some beats. If I really can't pop your music in and be imagining what you're talking about, I don't want to hear it's not, it. But it's not going to hold my attention either. I don't want to hear it. It's not interesting. I don't, like, all right, yeah, we could do all the fly stuff, right? But if that's all you rap about, oh, I got this car, oh, I got this girl, oh, I, I sold this, you know what I'm saying, this drug, or I be in this club, or I bought a, a, a $1,000 cheeseburger. I don't give a fuck about that stuff, man. It, it get boring <laughs> after a while. Like, a whole album about that? After a while, as a listener, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, take these off. I'm done. I don't want to hear that. Give me something different." You know Word. I mean? Like I just, I just like that. Like that storytelling rap is, is dope. It's like really entertaining. Shit, with Biggie, he had the whole the uh, joint story to tell. I'm still to this day trying to figure out which New York Nick player girl he's knocking off. Who <laughs> <Girl> was? <laughs> Who was? I forgot. Well, they they never really confirmed. They didn't confirm it, but they had yeah. rumors. Yeah, like I forgot who it was. I forgot the nigga name. Who was like you know what I'm saying? He's told a story to to this day that still piques my interest because it's just it's it's a dope storytelling session. Like it was just dope. I mean, no knock from a playoff the New York Knicks. Yeah, (laughs) no knock to old boy, but it's like, hey man, your girl disloyal. You know what I'm saying? And my man told a dope story. I hope he ain't marry her. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. But now Biggie definitely left like some influence. I know there's other rappers that came before him that did it, but I just could talk about what I know in my era. Like, you know what bruh, I like? He he really told stories. You know what else influenced uh or how hip hop influenced me? It taught me how to debate. What? What record? Just just all of them, just how to debate. Cause you know that who's your top five artist conversation comes up. 
You know what I mean? Mm. And, and it's not just me yelling at somebody like, no, Biggie's the best, be, you know what I mean? Because I said he's the best. No, you yeah, actually got that a, shit up right, Rose, <laughs> name me, name me uh, five or 10 hot punchlines that he had in, in his first album. You know what I'm saying? What album did he do with XYZ other artists? You know, like you really had to go in and do your homework. Then you got to go, you, you, can't just, you can't just do the albums. You got to do the mixtapes too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you, you had to go all the way in and, and know your I artists. mean, we... We always had that top five, but I'm more too. I could do a top five of R&B. I could do a top five of definitely rap all day. Yeah. But I, I I don't just look at the hot record. See, nah, it gotta be you gotta go deep. Again, you gotta influence me. You gotta yeah. make me wanna. You gotta make me wanna get up out of bed and say, "Nigga, step your motherfucking game up in your life." Bro, you know how I learned how to clean. I, that's how I gotta do that shit, bro. Mom used to cut on shut day Saturday morning. Everybody get up, start cleaning the house. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, the church you got your ass huh. up. That too, <laughs> that too. But having that that routine and that rhythm, you know what I'm saying? I don't know nothing about shut day at that age, but it's yeah, oh, it's on, and then I start singing the songs. Know nothing about what this lady talking about, but mm-hmm. it, it's on, it's there that influence. So now I hear Sade, and subconsciously I'm like, Oh, something need to be cleaned up. You know what I mean? I gotta go handle it. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I play like music like Sade, I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she might have been, I don't know, I might, like eight. <laughs> I might be, I might be going through some stressed out shit, like, damn, and Sade just be right there. That'd be the one. <laughs> yeah. Who else used to listen to uh, Gloria Estefan? Of course, we had had plenty of Whitney Houston. This was back when my dad still had his uh, old analog receiver and his DJ equipment hooked up in the house. Had our first little Panasonic CD player in the room. <laughs> yo, man's had yo. He had the tower speakers that he used to lug around yeah. in the crates. Like shit was wild, yeah, he was, man. He was really for real, for real with it. Yeah, all the way. He was for real with it. If but if not, but even. Brother, didn't destroy his record players. We probably still would have one to this day. <laughs> y'all lucky y'all still alive, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because y'all, y'all would have fucked my record player up. I would have fucked y'all up. Yeah, y'all just take those Hot Wheels cars on them, shit, and just let it go around. <laughs> right. But nah, it's a lot. It's a lot of shit that people don't realize. Is these artists really influence your life? And it may sound corny and crazy, but. It do like yeah. Hope made me want to step it up. He yeah. made me want to step it up. I'm talking about as a young nigga. Like I ain't talking about now. I'm a grown ass man now. He gets your own at now. this point. At this point, if I ain't if I ain't have it together, I don't need no other yeah. grown ass man trying to tell me. <laughs> listening to no music anyway. You know, I talk to somebody. You get know, that's in real life. Yeah, mentor, but like artists ain't about. To I ain't, like I ain't listening to the motherfucking record, but that shit shaped me. I wanted to be fly. Shit. Yeah. Sometimes I used to go broke getting fly, but it ain't matter. I ain't give a fuck. I sent my last 500 on them sneakers. We ain't had no but bills. I, I wanted it. <laughs> we ain't had no bills. No real bills. I ain't give a fuck. I just wanted to be fly, but it made me be like, yo, I know I'm going to want more. Damn, I went fly on these 500. I went broke. Man, let me get a I better job. Let me go I to get school. More. Let me. Yo, yeah, it, you know it, what I mean? It taught you to stay hungry, if nothing else. If nothing yeah, else, yeah. You said, I want that sweater. I want them shoes. I want that car. How am I going to get it? All right, I got the job at, at uh, I don't know, at BP gas station. They pay me $10 an hour. I ain't cutting it. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna move up. I'm gonna move up the shell, and they paying twenty. That's still a little better, but it ain't cutting it. I mean, so now you know what? I'm gonna go over to Sunoco. They paying forty dollars an hour. All right, I'm comfortable right here for now. But then mm-hmm. now, like you older, you don't need them to do that no more. Now you just want more, just because it's for you. Like you know what I'm saying? Not because you're trying to yeah. get pace. I just want more because I've set a standard for myself. I, off, I've set a standard. Based off and I created a monster. Yeah, yeah. I created a monster. <laughs> but it's based off that influence, and now you're about to just let it grow. You know what I mean? And just keep building on it. I mean, it, it's dope, man. You know what I mean, hip-hop, it'll definitely grow you up in a lot of different ways. Definitely. Definitely. So, you know, we coming up the time, you know what I'm saying? Just want everybody kind of like right in, you know, comment at the bottom, ask some questions. We definitely reach back out to you guys, but yeah. let us know how did music influence you in your life? Yeah. I know. I want to hear it. I love I love it. I love to hear it. Just want to hear what people going through. Sometimes you could be, having, like I said in the beginning, you could have a shitty ass day. You could put your favorite motherfucking record on. Man, it gets you and through that it. shit is, it ain't even there no more. You it know gets what I mean? you through it. I mean, you might need some gym, some gym motivation. I mean, you got a particular artist. Throw that in there. I don't care the genre. Throw them comments in there. Hip hop, R and B, pop, country music. You in there? How that shit impacted your life? Throw it in there. How that impact you? What's your influences? Hey man, sign off. Catch y'all on the next one. All right, thank you guys for you know coming to spend some time with us. Libations and music. This is just the beginning. You're gonna be seeing a lot of shit going on. Merch, us just doing live shows. We're gonna be inter- ah, damn. We're gonna be interviewing new artists, up and coming artists, and we're gonna be keeping it moving. We're gonna build on this platform. So, guys, come in, join us, join the lives, do everything. We got subscribe, you. follow, join them lives. I mean, jump in, participate, engage. Let's see what y'all talking about. I mean, give us some more topics, and we'll see how. We don't come do. without a drink. Gotta come with a drink. Please have a drink. Come with a drink. Please have a drink. Please absolutely have a drink, but do not drive after you drink. Catch y'all in the next <laughs> one. Signing off. Peace. In my pants, oh, niggas jealous like bitches can't stand hoes. Got to stand up, wrestle like.